page for hours. Please. Kiss me. Greetings and salutations. This is Cage's Kiss, the ultimate cage rape cast, where we discuss everything in the life and times of our beloved national treasure, Nicholas Cage. And we're going to glean whatever kernels of wisdom we can out of his rape skull today. Hello, and awfully sorry ahead of time. Uh, this is a little trigger warning. We uh, have really, really intense uh, content to go over in this episode, and it includes a lot of sexual assault and rape. So uh, you've been warned, and I'm going to apologize ahead of time. Coming on video cassette. In a world where rape is the daily special and justice is off the menu, Nicholas Cage serves up his own meal of the day. Hey, sir, do you know the time? I'm kind of drunk and I'm with my dog. You look a little lost, lady. You know what time it is? <laughs> Looks like it's rape o'clock. <laughs> Rape o'clock? More like here comes Rape Cop! With a badge of the law on his chest and justice loaded in a 357, he clears out the rape punks and rape scum of Rape Town, USA. You're a loose cannon, Rape Cop! You can't just go around killing people! I just happen to be in the neighborhood, Chief! I can't help if they walk in front of those bullets! Rape Nicholas Cage is Rape Cop, a cop of rape. Stop stopping the rape. Rape Cop. Pray I don't come to your town, punk! Wow! That was a hell of a trailer, wasn't it? Damn, I want to <laughs> see that one right away. It looks like the feel-good movie of the summer. Yeah, I gave a trigger skinny. warning, right? <laughs> I hope I hope as hell you did. And today I'm Donnie, our rape cop. Uh, hey there, uh, I'm a guy who like lives out near the lakes in the falls and stuff, you know, and I like to have beer, you know, and if an attractive female should come near, I'm just saying something might happen. I'm also a <laughs> And my name is Linda. Uh, usually you can call me the cheese, but this week you can call me. I'm talking Tina and I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That Lizzie McGuire girl come by. Oh my God. Happy independence day. <laughs> now my mom's out of town. I got the place all in myself right now. Yes. Ronnie, and why today... are we talking about our masterpiece? <laughs> <laughs> because we decided to take a shortcut today. That's why everything's a little different. Because <laughs> you don't want to take a shortcut, apparently, because you'll get raped. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what Joyce Carol Oates says. Yeah. You know, her daughter's oh. like, oh, don't worry, Mom. I'm not going to be late from school. You're not going to take that shortcut, are you? Mom, I'm not going to get raped. You will so get raped. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a theme to our movie today. <laughs> a little bit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> there sure is. Linda, this week's movie started. is based on <laughs> is based oh. on Joyce Carol Oates' so, classic novella, Rape: A Love Story. Now, why do they not use that as a title for the film? I wonder. <laughs> I can't they don't have why the balls for that it. as the title. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, I guess there are not a lot of people out there who want to watch a well, want to admit to watching a movie called Rape. 
<laughs> well, like, uh, there, there are, there are, there, there have been, you know, like, uh, you know, in the past, you know, right? There, there were, there were some movies. Uh, yeah. You know, you got "I Spit on Your Grave." Yes. You got "Deliverance," "The Accused," mm-hmm. "Last House on the Left," even "Naked Vengeance," and they all dealt yeah, with this. Yeah, they didn't have topic. the name in there. Right. Well, yeah, that's what I'm they, saying. They, but they were yeah. all about that. That was like in the trailer and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, even then, it's like you, like you mentioned as well, because I was going to bring it up as well later with you too. Is the uh, I spit on your grave? It's also was released as Dave the Woman, which is like either one of those titles, perfectly fine. But rape a love story and vengeance a love story. Where's the love? What? What the fuck? Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be more clear in the book. Abstract. Well, or the story. I don't. I don't know if if you guys have ever read anything by Joyce Carol Oates in the past. She's very prolific. I've. I had to read something for for a class I had at Evergreen. What now? I think she's also Islamophobic now. God damn it, woman. Yeah. (laughs) She cashed in with the Jeffrey Dahmer book. (laughs) Maybe she should have just shut her mouth after that. (laughs) (laughs) I was just saying she's painfully prolific. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) there's there's, uh, Joyce Carol Oates is going to premiere her first book in well over a month. (laughs) (laughs) She's written, I think, 26, 27 books. Yeah, she she uh, yeah she was kind of busy. Um, <clears throat> she stuck it, around, unlike this movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so this movie, um, this movie happened on September twenty fifth, two thousand seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um, as usual, there's no reported budget. Surprise, surprise. Um, but it made seventy three thousand dollars worldwide, oh, and um, seems too much. Unlike unlike almost every Cage movie that we've done over the for the last four years of his career, this movie actually got a domestic release. I still am surprised by this. I am shocked to hell that they were able to get a domestic <sighs> release for this over over yeah. some of the other uh, bullshit that he was in. So yeah, this actually, although, huh? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, man. Um. So so in American theaters, this was number eighty five. That actually makes sense. It does. It's just it's it surprised me because it's like okay. You have Mickey Rourke making his comeback in The Wrestler, and you had sort of the same thing with uh, Michael Keaton in The Founder. It's like little wonky, little out there type things. Well, actually, he made Birdman. We'll go with that yeah, one because that one actually say. had a like claim, but he still lost out a classic loser on that one. He was awesome with his little speech. But yeah. you have those movies where it's like an actual good thing to remind people, hey, I'm still alive here. This is not a movie. You want to come out and say, hey, I'm still here. That's like, oh, God, well, go back. Well, that's the thing. He never went anywhere. <laughs> well, it, but he went right, to direct but he, TV. He went when, to Redbox. When you go straight to video for a while, it, that's that's yeah. uh, he was down there in the Statham ju- dungeon, you know, hanging out with Christian yeah. Slater and Steven Seagal. <laughs> so yeah, five movies thing. this movie. <laughs> Like, I feel like this, okay, I think that we could probably all agree that so far, Arsenal's the worst fucking movie uh, so yeah. far, but this know. one, like, it, it still managed to be more entertaining than this one. Uh, I mean, this one yeah, was no, just, like, like this, this thing in many ways, it has many things where it's worse than Arsenal, even though Arsenal's like a bunch of really irresponsible crap. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's not like it's not as interminable as uh, USS Indianapolis, but it's a real head scratcher. Uh, but but yeah. before before we get any deeper uh, yeah. there, um, uh, the, the movie's pumbling this at the box office when it did get released here. Uh, it went it it um, included uh, the remake of it, American Assassin, and Mother. Oh, 
Um, and uh, uh, it was uh, the other country it was released oh, in. There was only one good. other. Yeah. Um, it, it was also released in the United Arab Emirates. Uh-huh. <laughs> went all the way up to number 10. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Number 10 with a bullet. <laughs> Jesus. With a oh. dick. So, yeah, yes. Well, oh. Yo, yo, I just bought burn my dick off. Yo, come on, zoom me, zoom me, zoom me. <laughs> So there's a lot well, to talk again, about. Um, yeah, like yeah, I, I, I feel like I, I was, I haven't read the story yet, but I've, I, I read like some reviews and synopsis of the of the short story, and and I, I do believe it, it counts as a short story because it's only like a hundred so many pages. Mm-hmm. But, but, but it's um, a novella technically. Okay. Well, you, you, but, get, uh, you, get, you get ranks there. You get novella and novelette, then you get short story. Okay, there you go. <laughs> but either way, um, I, I know a lot of people on Goodreads were discussing why where the love story comes in. Mm-hmm. And I think the general consensus was that it was between the the daughter and... and uh, detective? And <laughs> that main rape that this was about, there was a whole other one. <laughs> well, basically that she she loved him for like what he was doing, that he was like he's much yeah. more of a character in the book or the, yeah, the novella. Yeah. I was going to say, like, this couldn't be, really be the Cage comeback movie since Cage really doesn't do anything in it. He just kind of sits around and broods and then other times yeah. he shoots. And then he yeah. just kind of shows up. And he has like, <laughs> like, I think I messaged you guys earlier, like a couple of days ago, like asking if Nick Cage's character is magical because he just Fight shows up at just the right time and right place. Like the perp is running away and then all of a sudden he's oh, around the corner. Dude, it's M. Night Shyamalan's rape a love story. At the beginning when he got shot, he's the one that died. That's how he knows that the girl got threatened. In she's the about to kill herself and oh, there yeah. he is. <laughs> See, that's what kind of got me. It's I I mean, I know I, you know, went and did some like weird experiments for like $20 a week in the little Craigslist ads I used to do of like, let's prick you with this for 20 bucks and see what happens. Uh, And I know that you're putting ads in there, (laughs) like experimenting with putting ads and seeing who answers. You know, I tried that, but I got mixed results because I shouldn't have been saying supple, young, 20-something-year-old looking for you to be pricked. And, I mean, honestly, after the fifth call, I kind of caught on that I should have worded it differently. But, no, it's like I started noticing things skipping in my head with movies. Like, oh, gosh, maybe I should pay more attention. This movie is, like, abducted. Like, an alien was trying to take this film and abducted scenes. Because, like... (laughs) Going back to the fucking beginning of the film where we see free-spirited fucking mom dancing around on a table in front of her daughter who's like, oh, God, that's my whore mama. It's like she – the daughter needs to know that. I drank two kicks of beer. Yes. It's like the – oh, God. (laughs) The, well, the daughter that's after that. showing her like dancing and being yes. a free spirit in the bar. I mean, yeah, they're it's just like, like Greg and you want to kill her, except she gets ripped. <laughs> so it's like, okay, she yells at her daughter because her daughter's on a rooftop. She's like, oh, you're going to get killed. Don't go up there. And then her daughter's like pouty McPout face and rapey McRape face mom is like, hey, I got you a piece of pie with ice cream and you love it. So the daughter takes it. The mom gets up 
And then we have our first alien abduction of the film because the moment the mom turns around, the daughter is asleep, just passed out like five, oh, 10, 20 minutes have gone by. God. So her and then she's like, oh, look pie. at that. She's asleep. Yeah, she he roofied the fucking pie. Yeah, he roofied the pie. Yes, like the movie trailer told us, this is Rape City, USA. Obviously, everyone's getting Why roofied a in this town. Anywhere else. Well, it, it's, it, the movie <laughs> yes. is called, Rape City, USA, in this case, is supposed to be Niagara Falls, New York. Yeah. Um, but it's shot mm-hmm. in Georgia, so you might never know that if, it, if they didn't CGI in the Niagara Falls from time to time. Oh, boy. Yes, where you have to see that in gloriousness when she's going to kill herself. But even that, like you said, teleporting to Cage, just boom, he's right there. No explanation, no nothing at all. She doesn't even question if he's stalking her at that point. He just randomly shows up. It's a scene and right even, out of the room. Even then, like when you fast forwarding the film, um, the synopsis of this is the mom is a free spirit. They're at a party. They drink. She takes her daughter home. They take a shortcut. She runs into the biggest stereotype redneck drunkos ever. They're like, hey, ain't you that cheerleader from the high school, which I never went to because I'm fucking inbred as shit? And then (laughs) big time happens. And they make it very clear that her daughter is almost assaulted, but she hides in part of a shed and watches the whole thing. It's traumatic. It's horrible. Kudos to them for showing how horrible this can be because not many films have the balls to actually go through with that. But then you fast forward there. She's very traumatized. The daughter's also traumatized. They decide we're going to go to trial. So we're going to have a hearing. Mind you, it's a hearing. And immediately you have people in the courtroom, all rednecks, all jeering and calling her a slut. And instantly with what's going on, they just decide, well, that was our hearing. And that also doubled as a trial because you lost both. And you and, have clumsy as fuck exposition in the beginning when she meets oh, Nick absolutely. Cage's character. Oh, when the in bartender the bar. narrates it, it's like that right there's Lizzie McGuire. She yes. had a husband, yes. but he ain't around no more. No insurance. Now she wears mm-hmm. those shirts that show her belly button and she drinks a yeah. lot of beer. So Nick Cage wanna violate Like, wait, did he ask? Yeah, she has a whole conversation without him there. That's how little he does in this whole movie. And what's even funnier is depending where you go to look up the uh, description of this film, it either tells you that a woman was assaulted and Nick Cage decides to take justice in his own hands and deal it out to the rapist, or it tells you that she, her rapists were acquitted at the trial and Nicholas Cage goes out and kills them. And it's like, you're watching this movie. And again, they only show you a hearing and then, Alien abduction happens, and apparently there was a trial, but they got acquitted. They never well, talk the, about the, it. So the, the lawyer for the rapist keeps showing up throughout the movie. So it's as it so Don you know Johnson. a verdict doesn't come in. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got Don, we got Don fucking Johnson, Sonny Crockett himself from Guilty of Sin Too and Born Yesterday. Was, yeah. yeah, but no, but he's like he's like the cool moment in this movie because like if you're, you're if this movie's boring as shit, it'll turn your brain off. But then Don Johnson shows up as as the oily lawyer, and then fucking Deborah Cara Unger shows up as the grandma. Now, this, <laughs> yeah, this and makes then you feel old as fuck. By the way, that fucking Deborah Cara Unger of Crash in the Game and Highlander Three is now somebody's grandma. It's like, dude, that's Deborah Cara Unger. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. 
She ain't that like, old. Shut up. You know. <laughs> I still love that. It's like you want fifty thousand dollars. I just put up our house. <laughs> oh yeah, no, this is the whole comic routine. Because two of the rapists are brothers, and you get you get their mom hires Don Johnson. Yeah, we get a discount. And, and their dads, their dads all like, "What? Oh, three years of jail? That ain't bad. Let him go. Fuck him." That was the that was the oh, only those time. Those are my boys. Yeah, that was the only time I laughed in this movie when he's like, well, well can't we get a discount? You know, it's more like, you know, two boys, but one trial. It's like, you know, like a mom has two kids and the mom has two kids. She got two titties. Yeah, yeah, the two titties. Like, well, don't forget to, that the, <laughs> the don't cost extra. Don't cost double. The rapist brothers had the sister, right? And then the dad's oh, all like, oh, well, why did you stop looking like a whore? Yeah, <laughs> that fucking cracked me up in the, her hole. Yeah, you need to stop spreading lies. Yeah, it's like, bitch, what the fuck is your problem? My, my, like my brothers who are complete rapey stereotypes from Georgia somehow didn't rape nobody. Not never. It was your mama. She was selling her vagina. Yes, so, and go ahead. Go ahead, Donnie. That is an important lesson that the rapist mom teaches us is that when your boys are arrested for rape, call a preacher immediately. That's the first person you got to call and, and, out of everyone what, else. What, tell, tell me, tell me a little about, uh, about the preacher, about Father Muldoon. <laughs> I forgot about him. He's, he's, she's like, call Father Muldoon immediately. And so Father Muldoon shows up and he's Scottish. Oh, wait, yeah. no, he ain't. That's his name, Muldoon. What's go what's going on here? Like, <laughs> is everything? Uh, do we have to worry, Father? Nah, it's all right. It's <laughs> it's because there's, there. <laughs> there's a Jesus and there's this lie. <laughs> I honestly thought when she's like, "Call Father Muldoon," that it was gonna be like some kind of local freaking like crime guy, but no, it was a fucking priest. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's gonna cost you lots of money, but this man will get your sons out of jail. Call Father Guido Sertucci. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would have been better. This fucking, so, this fucking movie, man. Like, okay, man. here's the thing. If I can get serious for a moment, it's right. you know, unfortunately, Are you turn your uh, baseball cap the other way and sit the opposite yeah, side. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna sit. Like switch, yeah, you know? I'm gonna sit backwards <laughs> on the chair. Um, so, kids, let's talk about rape. Um, unfortunately, in in the real world, we all know that this shit happens. It's fucking terrible, and uh, and. Uh, People who uh, assault uh, women and assault other people, they get away with it all the fucking time. Um, Dottie may recall that back in uh, in high school, I was uh, I was grabbed and in the crotch by somebody from the school in the dangles. Yeah. And uh, in the hallway and uh, our school had a zero tolerance policy. So uh, I had to talk to the D.A. about it. And of course the DA asked me, what was I wearing? And yeah. um, not that it made a fucking difference. I was wearing a baggy shirt and baggy jeans. And But either way, it, this is the world uh, that we live in, you know, unfortunately, that like, you know, people always try to find a, a way to make it like, well, what were you wearing? What were you doing? And, and then the judge it, says, well, you shouldn't dress like that. Well, there was also another aspect they brought into that, which kept a lot of things from happening. So, yeah. 
Huh? Uh, it was the fact that the school didn't want to do anything oh. because of his race. That was an issue that they made that shouldn't have been an issue because the mother wanted to make issue of this. And because like they did with most people that do these things, like in the movie, proved with this stupid-ass mom, it's my boys is angels. They can't do no wrongs. They didn't rape no lady. She just a whore. Well, yeah, and unfortunately, that's just the way it is in the world. Like they, they always yeah. try to find a way to blame the victim, and uh, and you know, and it's it's terrible, and it is unfortunately the truth. But this fucking movie may as well have been renamed. Like men are all evil and all in on it, except for one, maybe yeah, one or two cops. Well, it's, they did it's do a that already. It's called Captain Marvel. But in this movie, I mean, this movie really bugged me. It bugged the shit out of me because they go out of their way to just tell you these guys left fingerprints, they left DNA samples, Mm -hmm. they left everything except a name tag. And then as soon as they go to trial, all the lawyer has to do is say, she's a promiscuous woman who said I have to have sex with you for the monies. And then suddenly every redneck in there's like, oh, she a whore. We know she yeah. is a whore. And then and the boom, judge is like Who's correcting that? Nick Cage's character as a cop. Yeah. He's correcting his grammar. Because well, they make it transparent. Yeah. The judge and Don Johnson are friends. And, and yes, for some reason, yes. they've got a full courtroom. There's never a fucking full courtroom in real life. I no, don't care what time no. it, town mm-hmm. it is. Like, especially during a hearing, there's usually like, yeah. And, and fucking for some reason, it's stacked with people who are all like, well, those boys are good boys. I'll fish with those boys. Stupid yeah. slut. But, and but, before we go any further, I would like to say, Linda, thank you for sharing that. That was very brave of you to do so. Oh, now God. we turn the chair around. <laughs> Let me put my hat back on. <laughs> Tom, I, got caught, I guess I'll save that. Oh, Sorry? say it now. No, say no, it proud. <laughs> do it, Adrian. No, a person, person touched me and I hate them. Oh. oh yeah! I mean, I'm sorry to say it that excitedly. <laughs> if, it's, if it's what I think it is, it's just that oh, was a really I horrible. I know what it is. Yes, I I do remember that. I, for the oh. record, I am not the person he's talking about. Either. No, no, it's nobody here. That person knows who they are. Yeah. Oh, fucking <laughs> yeah. asshole. It was not oh, once, God. but many times. Yeah. Yeah. What the oh, fuck? Gosh. Day of your wedding. Yeah. Uh, audience, bad touch is bad. Don't do it for real, real. <laughs> yeah. And He's my mom was like, my pedals. mom thought it was entertaining because, like, you know, he was so fucking drunk. But I had to tell her, like, okay, how would it be? How would you feel about it if Adrian was a woman? Now, yeah. how how do you feel about that? Like, well, even our somebody would have like beat the shit out of the guy. <laughs> Like well, they, even like our uh, our cousin who usually like has to scream anytime she farts, so everyone has to hear it. Yeah, as like even she got groped by this dude, and she was like, "He freaking grabbed my boob," and like yeah. she was not amused by this. <laughs> it was and not yeah, like, it got old pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, it's not like yeah. the old man in the nursing home was like, "I'm gonna grab your ass." <laughs> Yeah, yeah like, it wasn't oh, cute. And like once I, I put it that way to mom, she was just like she was just like absolutely appalled because I think she oh, she realized like, oh, yeah, no, actually, that was really fucked up. Yes, and uh, that guy had some some regrettable behavior. <laughs> I am no longer friends with him. So it's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was just fucked. Friendship with that dude's kind of a dead end. Yeah. 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 Speaking of dead end, this fucking movie. Yeah. I I mean, this, I I was really kind of on the fence because at first I'm like, okay, this is based off a book. Maybe that means it was based off an actual story. And I want to see where this is going to go because I like true crime stories. But the moment Nick Cage blows away a guy who's being the biggest <laughs> ass to ever ask in a that. fucking bar. <laughs> oh, you mean I Chuck mean, Mangione? Yeah, let's let's go back to that wonderful moment where Chuck Mangione is in the bar and he immediately is cussing people out, watching a fight on a monitor, and immediately looks to the bar and starts calling this guy a pussy and an asshole. And he's making a bet. To rape him like he did Lizzie yes, McGuire. That's what Jeez. gives me even fucking more. This dude is going out of his way to get his ass beat. It's it's like what we talked about in our I think our bonus episode when I told you guys about going into the biker bar and that guy saying fuck you and you're kind and yeah. starting a fight. <laughs> like this is the same equivalent of just walking in there and saying the most offensive thing to every class of people in there because you want to get your ass beat. And then he has to go and top it off by trying to edge on the boyfriend of the guy, the girl he raped. But the guy's like, hey, I'm going to keep cool. I don't give a crap. And then he has to literally say, I'm going to do you like I did your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then it's he like, throws him through the- a CG car window. <laughs> yes. It's like, what the mm. fuck is wrong with you? So the boyfriend's like, hey, you know, I'm going to go now because I'm going to go home. la di da di da Oops, I dropped my keys, slipper butterfingers, and gets his head thrown through a fucking window in his car. And then the guy turns around because Nick Cage is there, and he just, boom, blows a guy in in his head. He puts a CGI bullet through his head. Yeah, that was the most, oh, God. All, all, all the gun stuff in this thing. Like, if you if you enjoy, like, action movies or anything with any amount of realism or visual stuff, and you don't, you're not going to find it here. I, I honestly, again, I kind of wanted this to be a reality, though I know it's not. I really wanted this to be, like, a continuation of City of Angels because the way Nick Cage acts is so disassociated from regular human behavior that it's like he doesn't really even realize what he's doing. He shoots the first rapist, and then the next day he's being questioned about it by the police. Yeah, and like, by, uh, hey, you, you killed this guy. It's like you you planned this. You were in the same bar. It's like coincidence. <laughs> it's like, no, you you knew this guy. It's like, hey, I it's, was here having a drink. It was ordained <laughs> by God. God has, yes. instructed me to murder people. I'm sorry. What did what did God instruct you to do that, John? <laughs> Well, he came down and uh, from the lake of fire um, in, in the crown of thorns. Um, he said I should do my sworn duty as a police officer. OK, yeah. well, you can return to duty now. That's fine. I mean, that's literally the only thing that was missing from how he acted. He just did not give two but, shits and a fuck. You know what makes that weirder, though, how de- how detached he is in this, how like barely present he is. In oh, this, God. Yeah. Is that not only did Cage produce this movie, it's one of the Saturn films ones. He also. Yeah, he wanted to direct this movie. Oh my god! He was yeah, originally, originally slated to direct this movie when when stuntman Johnny Martin uh, took over. I don't know the circumstances about why he st- stepped down from directing. Well, I, he was also oh, supposed to have uh, have um, uh, uh, God. I'm sorry, my brain is is kind of shutting off. It's because you um, watched *Vengeance: A Love Story*. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, it was supposed to have Samuel L. Jackson in it and Diane yeah, and, East. Yep. Oh, right. There was geez. an earlier and Abigail Breslin. Yeah. 
That probably would have been better. <laughs> yes, I killed him, and I hope yeah, they burn in hell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I was thinking about this, watching this. I'm like, wow, this is like, this is like, this is like bullshit. This is like some John Grisham bullshit right here. Well, I mean, even that. I mean, I am not a fan of Matt Damon. I really can't stand <laughs> the man. But like him, he at least has facial expressions when he acts. The way Nick Cage was acting in this. I actually thought Adrian or even Linda that you guys would have had some behind the scenes thing that said that he was scuffling with the director and the director said, look, you piece of shit, your career has been in the toilet forever. You can't act for shit. Now just read the fucking lines because he looked like a broken man the yeah. entire time he was on screen. I, well, I wonder if he was just embittered over losing the chance to direct a movie again or something like that. But we don't know that what the story is. There's yeah. no further detail. Well, yeah, maybe they even had to have his uncle tell him and he's like, hey, you don't see me anymore. Nick, come on over. He's like, oh, I don't know. Well, well I guess we can. Good. I'll make spaghetti. He's like, you. You never make me spaghetti unless it's something serious. Well, <laughs> take a shortcut over here. <laughs> yeah, take the shortcut. Don't Fight get right. Me too. Take the shortcut. <laughs> yeah. well, God, this would have been a really good time for him to do his usual thing and pour himself into a role, you know, with like research and shit, you know. Yeah. Like grow, I mean, grow a mustache uh, and do an accent. That's that's even a mustache would have been great. Yeah. What really Something. one thing that really bothered me about this is that this movie takes place in the part of the United States where yeah. there is a distinctive regional accent. Oh yeah. Because because in the, in the part of New York State, because New York State is not all New York City. In fact, most of it's nothing like New York City. But but the the part mm. the parts of New York State that are by, along the lakes have have the same accent that they have in say Detroit or Chicago. There's a lakes accent. It's very distinctive. 34 million people have this accent. So it's not like a small, tiny subset. And yet nobody in this movie attempts the accent whatsoever. There's no vowel shift. No, no. It's it's lazy. It's lazy as shit. Everything is lazy, and the bad guys are the only ones that are like, holy shit, we're in this movie with real fucking actors. Don fucking Johnson's in this. We gotta act, which means overacting the fuck out of it. Yeah. I mean, these guys are way beyond over the top as far yeah, as like smoking their, their meth pipes, you know, and hitting each other and getting birthday pie <laughs> tattoos. They're and even taunting the, the girl uh, in the courtroom. Yes. I like in the hearing, they're all like, come on, motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? Like, like the judge wouldn't be like, Oh, that's weird. <laughs> they're, they're they're like uh, Timothy Van Patten in the in class of '84 or Alex. Oh Winter my God! Yes, you know? so I get the like, yeah. We're over the top henchmen. What you gonna do about it, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> well, and Wait, supposedly um, Nicholas Cage couldn't direct because of of scheduling conflicts. Yeah. That makes sense. But um, okay. the guy, the guy who did direct it is um, Johnny Martin. Yeah, Johnny Martin, and he's um, usually a stunt coordinator or a, a stunt person. And in fact, he was the stunt coordinator for USS Indianapolis. Oh, dear he also uh, he also directed quite a bit. He's not like he's not he's not like a one off director. This is actually no. his third movie, and he did at least three afterwards. Were yeah, and he has a lot coming out. Yeah, I didn't uh, recognize any of them. He did a horror movie called Skeleton Man with Casper Van Dien. Okay. Um, which um, in Germany is marketed as a comedy. <laughs> also, he was uh, he was a stunt person for Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I just need to say oh, that. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> like, it wasn't all bad. On, <laughs> Until he my has movie. a lot of fucking stunts. 
a lot of stunts, like like a crazy amount. And he was in Willow and uh, just so many fucking things. Like 165 credits for just stunts. Wow. So, Good yeah, busy dude. So, um, yeah. So we, we mentioned trigger warnings earlier. There's a second one uh, on this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for bad movies? No, no, uh, no, the cat. Yeah. Oh, fuck. They, they, yes. They have a oh. orange tabby, and, and the Chuck Mangione character rings the doorbell. The, ki- the kid's yeah. looking around for the cat. And then and then uh, uh, in the foreground, he's got the collar and he's like, meow, yeah. and he drives off. And the girl yeah. had pulled up the stool to look out the peephole and saw him and then opens yeah. the door. Only then does she, she see the cat. But peepholes on doors give fisheye views. So she would have seen the cat through the yeah. peephole if it really was one. So that's not how even, shit works. Even that kind of bugged the shit out of me. It's like, OK, she sees the cat. And oh my, look what a big strong girl she is. She's going to take the dead cat down. She's going to bury it in the yard. And then it becomes like something out of Ferris Bueller's day off where she's rushing to bury the cat in the backyard, come back inside and act like nothing happened. Yeah. yeah, Why the fuck are you not going to tell her what happened? I didn't understand that either. I mean, I thought that was Tiger Lily. Like, I feel like there were parts where they did a great job for, like, uh, setting up her character and setting up the the mom's character, Tina. And, like, there were so many little bits where it could have been a good story and it could have been, like, a very poignant and powerful story. But they just kept fucking it up. And once again, we get another one of those movies where they can't just, like, focus on one thing. Well, no. yeah, they, they're pretty much pissed all over uh, any any uh, any significance that they were going to lend to this because there's no yeah. subtlety mm-hmm. at all. Like no. the, the 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 courtroom scene where the people are cheering no. the rapists, yeah. the rapists themselves. Don they're Johnson uh, exer- exercises some restraint, so he's probably like the strong thing. But the judge is ridiculous. It's like, um, actually, mm-hmm. detective, uh, it's my <laughs> partner and I, and I'm going to be golfing with Don Johnson later, so we're going to adjourn. If that's okay with you. He honestly reminded me of the uh, one of the actors' fathers who played a judge in Cannibal the Musical when he starts dancing yeah. at the stand after announcing that they were going to kill the character. But that's it's not just, the way it happened. Yeah. Well, and I think this is only one of two movies that he actually yeah. uh, that uh, this writer actually wrote. No, a uh, TV three. Guy. And he, yeah, one was a TV movie, and like yeah, I feel like shows. I feel like that was the problem is because with with television, uh, you know, you have all this time to set up the characters and the situations and to build it, but with a movie, you have to do it in under you know two hours you, usually. You want to know what's so really th- sad like, about the writer though, mm-hmm. about Mankiewicz. John Mankiewicz. Yeah. Um, his father. I don't remember his father's first name. Last name's also Mankiewicz, but his father fucking wrote "I Want to Live." The fucking, the fucking Rosalind Russell courtroom drama. Wow. Yeah. Which is a great movie, and it's like yeah. the polar opposite of this movie. <laughs> this movie just oh, felt like there was a lot Lord. left on the cutting room floor because you can see that they try building up, like like you mentioned in the book, the love story is between the daughter just appreciating everything the detective does to help them. And like There's implemented little tiny moments of that with him, but mm-hmm. it's just played as like secondary. They just it's like they couldn't make up their mind if they wanted to make another Death Wish movie, but with actual drama over just brutal deaths. Uh, Yeah, like they wanted to do 10 to midnight or something. Yeah. 
Well, Arthur, no, I, I have a theory to, about yeah. this. Um, <laughs> Because Cage, you know, even though this went to theaters like a little bit, but this is still basically a straight-to-video stage. And there's something that happened with some of those other straight-to-video guys, which I think might have happened here, where a – well, they'll make a movie. You know, it it won't be a big movie. It'll be for video. And Mm -hmm. the production company will be like, okay, so this one is going to be more of a drama or this one's going to be more of a horror or this one's going to be more of a science fiction thing. And this happened a lot with Steven Seagal. He would make a movie – where it would be a science fiction movie or a horror movie or something. And then at the last minute, the, the distribution company, Lionsgate or, or whoever, would be really scared that they wouldn't get full return because they wouldn't get the fans of Under Siege to watch it. Yes. So so a movie that, that Seagal did, and Seagal sucks, it doesn't matter, but it, he's, he's, he's mm. in the same wheelhouse. But he, he'd do ones that had like alien parasites and vampires and shit. And then through ADR and editing, they would take out the alien parasites and vampires and they just make yeah. it into some kind of straight action movie. That's why you get weird ones like assault force where like they, there's a last minute explanation of this pollution or something, whereas it was fucking aliens originally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it's just kind of like the typecasting type thing is what you're essentially, it's just happens with some of these yeah. people. Yeah. They, they, like they, want, they want to sell the, it to, um, the, to the lowest common denominator. Yeah. And it's kind of like why, why uh, holding uh, is holding a fucking oh uh, God, shotgun, yeah. you know, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like what happened when Elvis wanted to break out in actual serious roles. Like, no, fuck it, you're only good for this shit, Dance Monkey. Yeah. And then did the same thing with the, uh, not Chris Reeves, but the first Superman who ended up shooting himself because he just couldn't get out of playing. Yeah. yeah. People get but, fucked like that. I mean, like, look at Carrie Fisher, you know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, this this movie, I mean, like you said in our um in our Skype, you're like, you're eight minutes in and you already hate this fucking movie. The moment fucking Dharma from Dharma and Gray got on screen, I'm like, I thought we got rid of you for a reason. And I just could not stand her. I Do mean, you remember the song that was playing at the barbecue, though? Fuck. See, it, it makes it worse. It makes it so much worse. I mean, it's probably it's probably worse when you've seen it multiple times, but they're they're at the party and they're, she's drinking. She's on the table dancing. This is this is this is just five minutes before the rape scene, and there's a song playing called "Tonight." Just go with it. Yeah. Oh yeah. But even more so. That's insensitive. (laughs) Even before we get to that, the whole thing with her and Cage, and them saying it's like, "Hey, uh, I'm a widower." It's like, "Oh, good." So we understand each other. And then she fucking like gives him her number, kisses him on the cheek, and says, mm, "My new best friend." La 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 la. Just trots off and then what? starts grinding her barely covered ass <laughs> against her new new boyfriend of the night. And well, and I like, think oh, that was God, all to establish that she's um, she's a little slatacious. She's known is, to be slatacious. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it all goes it back just, to the whole thing of over. Doing it, overplaying, yeah, overacting, really ham-fisted. Because even have a more subtle way of of having things appear innocent in the first reel, and then in the next reel, having somebody cast a different view of it. Honest you know? to God, when she had her freak out, where she's like, "Oh fuck these pills! I gotta get out of this house and act normal," and then does her whole, "I'm gonna go to a bar because that's the best thing I can do right, right now." And then drinks, crushes her glass. A guy puts a hand on her. She immediately gets defensive because she's a survival of a rape, a freaking gang rape. And then she almost gets hit by a car. She doesn't even notice. And then goes to kill herself. The whole thing, no bullshit, not even doing a bit, reminded me of fucking Tommy Wiseau tearing up his room (laughs) 
after Lisa tells him that yeah, she fucked Gray. So rubbing guys, the dress on his crotch. Yeah. Shot, shot glasses and bars are apparently break away. You could drop them six inches and they'll shatter. Yeah, I have yeah, yeah. champagne, a flute glass in my bar I used to work at, and I did not shatter that fucking thing. This girl just taps it down and it shatters into a billion pieces of candy. <laughs> yeah. And um the 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 father that you were thinking about that uh did uh I want to live was uh Don Mankowitz. Don Mankowitz, yeah. No, he he had some respectable credits on like his son. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, this is super, super fucking manipulative. It's like it's like uh, it's like if the Lifetime Network tried to make an exploitation movie, it's except without the subtlety. Money. <laughs> but it's like, well, it's like it doesn't well have Lifetime just... subtlety or exploitation subtlety no. either. No. They really may as well have just put like a put all the men uh, except for Cage's character in like handlebar mustaches carrying yeah. like carpet bags yeah. you know like it was yeah. just such a fucking caricature well 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 here comes if, the young filly <laughs> if you yeah, told it just me that ridiculous if you told Sorry. me that they filmed the rape scene first and then everything else after i would believe it because it's like they put all mm. their energy into that the thing was visceral it was quick yeah. out of nowhere scary as shit and then and everything was, else yeah, after visceral. that they're all back to just musical. being over the top caricatures yeah and it was like oh i sure hope i don't get indicted one guy's getting chased under the bridge right with the and yeah. the, like, he's like yeah. stop running come on stop running that was come like on, no fun. fear man stop Shit. running no i'm gonna get away <sighs> i'm going to canada shut up which was another alien abduction thing with this movie is they kept going back and forth on whether or not the girl was assaulted or not it's like, okay, the mom was raped by all four of them. The one guy tried being Mr. Pedo, and then she got away. It's like, you very obviously see that is what happened. It was an attempted assault on her. She got away. The mom got gang raped. But then during the trial thing, and even after, they keep saying that she was also sexually assaulted. It's like, when did this happen? Because oh, no, I you're think they the, tried a, saying she was, like, physically assaulted. Where, like, the they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the because they... they terrible. Yeah. yeah, well, <laughs> but she's gonna get him. Yeah, like, <laughs> that, 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 whole, that whole bit. It's like, Your Honor, I'm not trying very hard. Yeah, you're not trying very hard. Uh, well, your client looks like a slut, so uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And even then, on top of that, when the mom is like, "I don't want you, Miss Lawyer Lady, talking to my daughter," it's like, "Oh, uh, it's okay." Like, it's like, yeah, no, she had a real bad time. It's like she's gonna have a worse time when they get set free. How dare you? Well, that's what that's what bothered me again because you only see the fucking hearing, and I'm like, okay, hearing happened. We're getting ready for the trial part of this movie. No, they just do away with it because I'm like, how is this lady so pissed off just because of a hearing? When this lady's like, hey, we're gonna get our case together and everything's gonna go all right. I'm gonna protect her. And she's like, no, you couldn't protect her when you said you would. And like, bitch, it was just a hearing. It was like a few days after she was shaking like a fucking leaf in the wind. It's like, I can understand that shit. But now you're just saying, oh, no, these guys were acquitted magically in something you didn't see, but you just have to put together in your head. Yeah, it's not going to go and be a courtroom movie. They, they couldn't have the prosecutor being like, uh, could you recuse yourself because you play golf with Don Johnson? Maybe yeah. <laughs> yeah. get a different venue. Like that's the only thing missing was having the judge coming out and going, "Okay, can we get this over before tea time?" Yeah, <laughs> come on, people, it's just a gang rape. 
Oh god. Which even was was like, yeah, that... good point. Why do we even come to court? I don't get it. Wasn't that also a line that they had in the movie where like, oh, because it's like this kind of small town or whenever there's a rape trial, they immediately juries always go with let's let the guys off because it's basically boys will be boys or some shit. It's it's not even that small of a town. It's part of the Buffalo, uh, you know, metropolitan area. You know, it's very populous. I mean, it would be the same thing if this happened in fucking Seattle and everyone in the courtroom is like as backwoodsy as they could fucking be. Yes. It's like a Seattle city and everyone's from Gorst. It's like, holy shit. It'd be kind of hilarious if like it was made by somebody who'd like never been to the United States. Everybody in the Seattle courts, lumberjacks. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't often find myself in a big city like this. But <laughs> Speaking of lumberjacks wearing overalls. wood, are we ready for your uh, inappropriate segment in this case for this movie, Linda? <laughs> no. <laughs> Say it! Say it! I feel like we should do it for Say this it! Inappropriate segment. <laughs> Damn it. When is close off? Close off. <laughs> no, we don't see any nudity. Thank God. <laughs> no, they just they just have a rape where they where they try to downplay and makes uh, non exploitive. But yeah. if I can say, as like as a woman, I mm. feel so fucking worried about her when I see her silhouette like that. She's so goddamn skinny. Yeah, like she, I, I'm like genuinely concerned for the actress. Are you saying that she should have had some more of that pie? Yes. <laughs> I was thinking there's no fucking pie. way she eat that pie. <laughs> <laughs> what and if it was birthday way, pie? Um, Anna Hutchison, who uh, you may know from Cabin in the Woods. Oh, I think she was the slutatious character in that as well. Yes, she was. Typecast. And I hate to say it, but uh, the girl who played Bethy, uh, I think it's it's either T- Talitha or Talitha Bateman. Yeah. She actually has already had a more prolific uh, and like, productive uh, Oh, she career. went into acting after this? <laughs> Is she related yeah, she to was Jason in, Bateman? Um, no, I I I was wondering that myself, but uh no, she's not. She is um she comes from like a family of I think 8 or oh, 9 wow. and um yeah, she is the uh she her one of her brothers actually uh acts and he's the one who played uh the the he played Andy in the reboot of um of um come on, Linda, Child's Play. Oh, but, oh, yeah. Uh, it's Gabriel Bateman, but Gabriel uh, Bateman. she has played uh, Janice <clears throat> in uh, Annabelle Creation. And, um, <laughs> yeah, a classy film. <laughs> she I was do me also... that contest and win fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Also released in 2017, it probably way more. Uh, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, successful than this one yeah. was yeah. Uh, Geostorm. Oh and wait, the car? Uh, uh, huh? No, there's a car called <laughs> Geostorm. It's from like the 90s. Wow. Um, she was also in the Fifth Wave, and uh, oh, God. just. Yeah, yeah, she's been in a lot of stuff. She got some work. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's got a lot of work. Love Simon. 
Love so Simon's we, a good one. We we've all been around, right? You know, we've yeah. all, we've all we've all seen some movies. You know. Yeah, we know you're known as Adrian around the way. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've seen we've seen some of those uh, some of those movies with the rape scenes in them. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like that, like that one with uh, with uh, Agent Scully. You know, the the one in oh, England yeah. where the guy gets the shot, shotgun up his butt. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, did did anybody else think that in this one, like 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 that rape came kind of fast? I'm I'm just um, no, 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 yeah. no, not, Oh God, no! I mean, they show up. It's like the like the like, <laughs> four guys. What were they yeah. doing before they showed up? Were they just having this long conversation? It's like, you know, yeah, you guys, that's... women are beautiful. They are beautiful. Yeah. Oh, they're queens. Yeah, for sure. So you guys, um, you want to do some gang rape? Yeah. But we don't have any women. Aw. Hey, wait a minute. Well, yeah, yeah. She says at one point the prosecutor says something like uh, that our prosecuting attorney says something like that, that they, they yeah, they stalked her for like 10, 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I, that wasn't like in there. No, no, it, <laughs> no. I think still, I think it was still part of the whole fabricated story the lawyer made because it seems like even they, when they were talking after the whole thing happened with the lawyer, that they were all trying to sound like, "Hey, you told us this is our story," and blah blah blah, and this happened. We're the victims because we're fucking morons. Yeah, they they believe their own story. That's part yeah. of why they're so stupid. Yeah. It's like you guys know you raped her and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just the thing. It's like, when did, because if, if this is where it kind of splits off, it's either it's all bullshit and they're just trying to show you how stupid everyone is for believing it because, or it actually happened where it's like, they actually stalked them from say the party she was at earlier yeah, and they could have stalked her from that. But then there's also the whole, they said they talked to her beforehand where she's like, oh, hey, I'll bang you and your friends for like money. If they had the first 20 minutes, this could have been like a Rashomon sort yeah. of thing where like exactly. we don't really yeah. know and we figure it out. Like that, that could have been a movie. That's and why I, I guess this was I, only like the hearing was only for the, the two brothers. Yeah. But it's like everyone so, else was there. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. They kind of mention offhand that the other ones have a lawyer, but we don't really see the lawyer. No, no. Yeah. Like this, this, yeah, it's, it's it, the movie's overly long and yet it's still phoned in. And I think that's, that's because yeah. they, 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 they're trying, they're trying to, they're trying to, to give the proper weight to, yeah. to what the movie's about, you know, so as not to be exploited for chintzy and failing. Yeah, yeah. It, but but when they do that, they're they're also they also <laughs> take all the momentum out of it, and it and it and like Donnie said, it's not it it's not at all sure what type of a movie it wants to be. Like, what is no. this Death Wish? What is this? You know. Well, even the again something else I laughed at, even though you really aren't supposed to fucking laugh at, it, or maybe you were, was when the two brothers are going out to meet the fucking guy that has oh, evidence shit. that's gonna give them what the they <laughs> want to show that that girl slept with other people. Yeah. And then he's like, stupid one is the one who's like, wait a minute, why are we going out here? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's even well, funnier. Well, let's just keep smoke crack. <laughs> it's even funnier <laughs> because it's like he's in the car and like, so what we do now? You get out of the fucking car and you get it. Oh, do I have to? I got this gun. You don't need a fucking gun. What do you got that? Are you Rambo? Slaps him. Like, get out of the fucking car. You and then they both get out of the car. Right now, and you meet with the man for the evidence that she sells her vagina. Oh, well, yeah, even... <laughs> nothing. 
even the fucking knee slapper, because let's be honest, when this happened, you only have so many ribs that can be cracked by laughing so hard. <laughs> but the scene when he's getting his tattoo done is like, I, I want like the waving lines above the pot, like like, that, <laughs> like it just came out the oven, you know, like, like the heat waves. Yeah, it's my birthday pie because my mama didn't have a cake, so she made me a pie. Hey, do you remember that birthday pie? <laughs> what the fuck is this shit going on? I mean, are and we supposed to suddenly CGI care about Lenny? Off of a CGI waterfall. Yeah, it's like this is not a tell me about the rabbits fucking moment. We have nothing to sympathize with these guys, and suddenly we're just being told that this guy is sympathetic because he's fucking inbred retarded. But then also Cage's character is a widower and her character is a widow. So like, oh, okay. He wanted to hook up with her, but he had feelings about his partner dying and the really laughable pee pants opening action scene. Oh my God. Yeah. And now he can't hook up with her because she's tainted. So the best he could do is put his love bullets into her rapists. Yeah, <laughs> love gun. Oh, don't sue us, please. <laughs> I feel like, um, what was the movie with Jodie Foster? Was it Witness or The Accused? Yeah, the, yeah, the, accused. the Accused, which is the polar opposite of this movie. Oh yeah. God, they did it so much fucking better. Well, because in this one, the 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 victim, the, the survivor, is basically destroyed. Like she never does a yeah. person <laughs> thing again in it, except to try to kill herself. Whereas Jodie Foster in the accused, she's like, "Fuck you, I want revenge." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's we've had a few Nick Cage films that have had rape and assault in them, so this is nothing Especially new for us. But one. it's just. Yeah, and it's just like the different varying degrees upon which they deal with this. And that's why I said earlier when you brought up I Spit on Your Grave, I was going to go back to that because that's a discussion we've had a few episodes in the past where something that uh, Joe Bob brought up, Joe Bob Briggs brought up as a very good point was he always puts together the difference between the movie The Accused and something like I Spit on Your Grave where Mm -hmm. both films approach the same subject, but one is more seen as this is a brutal honest film because it's done in a hollywood light versus something like i spit on your grave which shows you absolute unapologetic brutality and they just call exploitation Uh, but it's like yeah and it's like you still have all of this she goes out and gets her vengeance she is not going Mm -hmm. to be a victim in this but then you have the same thing of the polar opposite with Jodie Foster where it's like same thing he's like I'm a strong woman I'm not gonna let this define me the woman in this movie it's like I'm apologizing for now but this fucking bitch oh my god it's she just goes from a wilting crackhead flower to I just don't know what to do with myself and then just staring listfully at Nicolas Cage, smiling like, "Yeah, you you killed Jesus those rapists funny. for me." <laughs> yeah, well, th- no, this is not this is not a feminist uh, film at, no, at all. It's not. There are there aren't no. any strong women in it. The women are sort of caught up in it. Like, this like, is the like, daughter. Like, strong. <laughs> the daughter. The daughter goes and gets the cops, and the grandma, you know, tries to stand up for it and stuff. But for grandma some reason, is, but yeah. The way yeah. it is, they 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 need Cage to go get justice for them. Yeah, they need, they need their male need vigilante. Yeah, yeah. But like, I I feel that that the accused did a, such a better job it at is. setting up that that scenario of like them trying to make it you know blame the victim 
Yeah, yeah. Well, not Rather even just than... the uh, accused. I mean, like, frankly, a, a lot of a lot of movies about this topic have handled it more sensitively uh, oh, than, than mm-hmm. this one has. Like, um, uh, freaking uh, Naked Vengeance. If you've ever seen that one, the exploitation oh. movie from like '81. Um, uh, and in in that one, you know, like, not even the law is on her side. She's got to go fully off script to, to kill her yeah. attackers. You know. Mm-hmm. Which again, like you even said, rape was like the central point of so many action films back in the eighties. It's like it just happens, yeah. and suddenly it's like this is our backdrop, and this is before they got in the trope of oh my god, they killed my wife, so I have to kill these people, or oh my god, they killed my brother, I got to kill these <laughs> yeah. people. It's it just, used to be uh, a lot more of a thing. It's very shied away from now because it's it's, yeah. it's like like we like we brought up on seeking justice, which totally trivialized rape. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's something that, that people find it's hard to do well. It's hard to do sensitively. It's hard not to piss people off with. So a lot of people just well, avoid yeah. it entirely. But like rape and the threat of rape used to be in like almost everything. Like if there was a villain mm-hmm. and a woman, it's like, oh, well, this this might happen. And yeah. Speaking of which, Don Johnson uses the <laughs> the uh, the thing to uh, to get the parents to pay that to put oh, down yeah. like a, yeah, no, a second mortgage. <laughs> he says that uh, he's going to help save their sons from being raped like that poor woman was. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like fucking uh, balls. All so, right. So here how it is, pal. This is Miami. Your sons are going to get raped in jail. <laughs> so yeah. obviously they understand that. Like Don Johnson understands his character. Yeah. You know, he, like, he knows yeah. how to relate to the dad who's like the only real one in that family it's like why well, i yeah. gotta lose my house them boys are rapers and again <laughs> that's i i have a problem with movies like this because i just i don't like them i i don't oh. like how they film these and how they portray the characters that do this and then the shit that it's it's kind of sad to even say but just the predictability of yeah. you mm-hmm. know what's going to happen to this woman after the fact of what's happened and mm-hmm. it's like Seeing shit like that, it's the same thing with, like, I actually started talking aloud, which really scared my neighbors, which probably is right now because my window's still open. But it's (laughs) like when the girls start calling for the cat Tiger Lily, I was just like, fuck you, movie. It's like, I tolerated your shit to this point, but it's like. The second it happens, it's a foregone conclusion. It's like, I did that, huh? And it's like, it just raised for me the real world question of what does that achieve? What does this do? Yeah. Killing a fucking animal. Just, oh, it shows I can get to you. <laughs> like we already saw them rape her mom. We don't really have to see them. It's do like anything she worse. is traumatized to fucking back. Like when that when she's going out shoe shopping with the Graham Graham and yes. then the guy shows up behind her. It's like if they had shown her pissing herself, you would have fucking believed it. But they didn't even have mm. to because she was just like Stuck there, she was scared shitless, and, and I applaud her for like how she acted. Food. Yeah, he just fucking vanishes in the thin fucking air. But it's like even when the rape happened in this movie, it's just so groan worthy. You're like, oh god, it's like really, and it's like this is coming from someone again who watched the top ten movies that were banned in states and countries, and literally did desensitize myself. I mean, it's not something you want to do. Believe me, it's scary as fuck. But seeing shit like this and it just makes you groan like, oh, my God, really? It's like I just I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of movies like that because I don't like I really don't like how they portrayed this woman for this. Because and I'm not even joking when I say it. it's like it literally feels like it set women back so fucking far. Yeah. 
because yeah, it just makes yeah. her out as like the weakest little flower of anything where she's like, I can't deal with this. I can't deal with the world. I'm going to fucking kill myself before her trial even started. But again, the movie tells you it already happened. You just didn't see it. So it makes even it's like that would have made sense, I guess. It's like I know people can get to that state of mind, but to have her never have a moment really where she like reclaims her life and tells those guys, fuck you, we're going to get shit going and you're going away to butt fuck federal prison. It's just she never has a moment except being there. Mm-hmm. Her daughter is stronger than she fucking is in the entire movie. And I just. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I actually I'm don't. Just I just it was no, there's, there's nothing to take away from this. Yeah. There's nothing to enjoy. Um, no. no. It, 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 okay, I will say on the positive side, if you got to find something positive, it, good actors. The the good 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 actors. Good actors. Yeah. Like like I said, like shitty. like Don Don Johnson and Deborah Carter Unger. I love watching them in things yeah. that aren't this. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I feel like that the daughter did a good job acting. I feel like they're all good, strong actors. It's just a really, really shitty uh, script and shitty directing. Yeah, yeah if they were directed up, by over the better top. talent, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I I feel um, like. It, they could have it, it could have been it could have been great it could have been an awesome story yeah. it could have been very powerful and poignant but we didn't get any of that it might have I been honestly, more so if cage's character wasn't in it yeah, yeah honestly exactly. I would have liked to have he didn't seen need this, to be here yeah, i would have liked to have seen his version of it if he had directed it cuz i'm really curious if it would have followed things a bit closer mm-hmm. or actually had some development because this it stinks of Okay, we have this movie and we've got a budget for it. Okay, why don't you guys go out and shoot it for about two weeks and then you're done? Oh, okay, sure. Fuck it. Let's do that. (laughs) And just rush it out to theater instead of giving it a month or two, even three fucking months, something so they can actually do something instead of just cut, print, move on. Just write, God forgive me for what I felt I had to do. I, and yeah. Before I forget, uh, I should point out the fact that this is the second movie in a row where we get one of Cage's uh, brothers in it. It's yeah. Mark Coppola playing Dr. Collins. But that's it. That's all I got for you. Um, I must have missed I... him in that hospital montage there. <laughs> Mom! Wasn't the Mom! doctor? Like, Mom! Oh, yeah. Wasn't even the doctor kind of like... Like, like, oh, what was she wearing? Like, shouldn't have been (laughs) out there. Uh, Yeah, there are ways to handle these things. Like, if if they, if they're, if they, if they had done, if anything had felt natural, subtle, or off the cuff at all. Yeah. I'm sorry, Donnie. What were you saying? I'm kind of disappointed in all of you because there's something I've been waiting and hoping that someone was going to bring up. And I honestly thought it would have been Linda because this some like something you would have loved when you saw, and maybe we all laughed at it, but we have not. Well, I told... did laugh a couple of times. Uh, never when I was this supposed is... to. All right, I'm gonna drop a hit because I want to see if you can pick up on it. It happens in the beginning of the film, and I laugh my ass off hysterically. Oh, things are Were so the great. Guys, good. No. Hit by the car. <laughs> no. See that that it's... there's got yellow in it. It's from Zambia. It's it's like the Canon Films logo. It's a seal of trauma. It's Patriot Pictures. <laughs> yes, oh, yes. animation okay, yes. for Patriot Pictures. Oh. And I think yeah. they're the ones who brought us USS Indianapolis. Oh, aren't Jesus they? Christ! Oh, yes. fuck. Mm. 
Yeah, I saw yeah. that and it was encouraged, but mostly, mostly I just sort of glossed over that mentally. And then the Saturn Films logo came on. I'm like, here we go again. <laughs> so, but can we mention the the opening scene where his partner gets dead? We should just for just because. Yeah. Another Cage thing that doesn't need this. to be there. It's right. Well, that's what. There's too many prologues on there, and the first one is yes. is Cage's. Where you get him at the shooting range, and then him and his partner. His partner's all like, "Yeah, so I'm gonna get my wife this here diamond from Zambia. It's two carats." <laughs> now, actually. Let's rewind that moment because I want to know what the fuck this was about is Nick Cage at the shooting range with four different guns in front of him. And he's only loading like one round per gun. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why and who would do this? He goes For from like, variety. A semi, it's like he goes from a nine millimeter to a 38 to a 357. And then I think to a 38 again, it's, it's like, it's the weirdest thing. Just one round. Each well, one to a shooting it, range, but I can't be the only person who's who's had a stack of four paperback novels and would, then would read read two pages of each one in succession. Yes. Oh Jesus! <laughs> While drinking your Joe Cola, just <laughs> 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 make a techno with like five different things playing on five yeah, different. Never screens. mind what I am or am not drinking. <laughs> well, I'm wondering if it was just like a shitty way to to kind of hint that he's already got these weird like vigilante uh tendencies or like it it already started way ahead of time well it's like didn't he didn't he actually i think it had only one callback didn't he actually switch guns when he shot the two brothers yeah yeah so yeah Yeah. okay so okay he blows the one off the edge in the hilarious cgi green screen (laughs) scene Drops the gun, then walks up to the other one, shoots the other one. Then he goes over and shoots him in the dick and then in the head. Yes, yes. <laughs> Obviously, it was an accidental head. shooting. <laughs> he shot himself while cleaning his gun six times. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Donnie, I'm, I have to apologize to you because I know you're editing this and my stomach won't stop growling. <laughs> Like it's fine. Chewie's been over here just stomping around like, do, do, do. I want food, but I don't want the food I have. Do, do, do. Rudy's been scratching at the carpet, too. <coughs> Is Rudy oh, scraping at the door? <laughs> I don't know if you so, guys know this, but Don Johnson actually had a music career, too. Yeah. Yeah, he did that heartbeat song that was bitching. I don't care what you say. You give it away. Your money don't work much to me. Obviously, one of us has a better heartbeat song. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, were you able to find any fucking reviews? Uh, I did, and there were some. There were some genuinely like manifesto-sized hate (laughs) reviews. Oh, I would believe it. I'm not even joking. I can't do them because it would take up way too much time on here. But it's like we're talking three to four paragraphs. I mean, it's it's bad. So, so Tarita Hernandez, who made me watch this, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to stab yeah. you. Stupid I'm going to stab you. See, it's like I'm going to wait till the fourth of July. <laughs> but uh, we have two reviews I picked because two is better than three. Okay. So shortest first complete. Bullshit. Don't waste your time. Awful. If I count, if I, oh God, if I could give a negative 20 
And then they have to put in parentheses, minus 20 star review, I would. This is worse than the crud you scrape off your shoes after walking through an overflowing sewer. Cage, you are better than this. Have some pride. <laughs> How do they know he's better than this? Maybe he's not. Maybe, maybe it was written by his gram-gram. I don't know. Jesus. So here's one of the shorter manifestos. Oh my goodness. I can't believe I haven't yet turned off the TV or that I paid for this garbage. Seriously, if you're someone like me that remembers long ago work by Nicolas Cage, say, wasn't he an award nominee in another lifetime? That might lead you to believe this might be something other than a B-grade movie release. Please, save your money. It is absolutely horrid. Embarrassingly bad acting, ludicrous plot, rift with brazen yet poorly represented stereotypes, ridiculous casting, mom, daughter, and grandmother appear to be within 10 years of one another, and (laughs) all of them have the same hair stylist and colorist. Oh my goodness. Very beautiful and very blonde. Maybe Patriot Pictures should have tipped me off to this being a hardline Christian conservative piece of filth. So irritated that I paid for this nonsense. And what courtroom would allow jeering and cheers from their crowd? I rest my case. (laughs) Overruled. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're out of order this you're whole out system's order. out of order <laughs> oh, oh, uh, <laughs> well Jesus Christ <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> should we do our face off because I I really want to know how you would do that if we do uh, I have a face off okay rip it off right off um, like band aid well, no, I'll let you guys go first. Adro? Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, <laughs> give, give it to Ciro H. Santiago or Myers Archie. Um, put in, uh, I, I, don't, I don't fucking know, uh, maybe Marjo Gortner for the Cage character. Uh, uh, work, work in a, a fucking um, uh, Sybil Danning someplace. Okay. Yeah, you know, just, just, uh, just driving it up, you know, make it into a real movie. <laughs> I I kind of went the same route as you. I made oh, mine okay. into a very real drama that would have been more courtroom-based and more on the detective side of trying to help uncover evidence. So in the part of John, we have Harvey Keitel. Ooh. And for J. Kirkpatrick, we have Dennis Hopper. Yes. And for Tina, we have Marissa Tomei and Bethy, because I... Don't care for the actress, Dakota Fanning. <laughs> everyone seemed oh. to really be after her for a while until she just went off the radar. But yeah, I just, I thought Harvey Keitel, yeah, he would have been awesome as an off-the-range police officer because that's something totally foreign to him. Yeah. Hmm. I see well, this is uh, the investigator and uh, <laughs> he's got to meet me, right? Meet me? No, 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 by the edge of the falls. By the, yeah, right there. Right there at the edge. <laughs> For my face-off, I'm pretty much just fucking rebooting it completely. Um, Yeah, 
yeah, it, re- it really fucking needs it. Uh, first step is putting a woman in there as the writer and as the director. So um, I'm going to go with the, in you know, haters going to hate, but and, and I say fucking bring it. Go ahead and at me, bitches. But uh, I'm willing to, to fight on this fucking hill. Uh, I'm going to say director Kathy Yan and writer Christina Hodson. Uh, They're the uh, the team from Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Oh, and uh, uh, it's a great fucking movie. Shut up. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, if you're on meth. <laughs> not no, not it, to break your train great. there, but I would have given it uh, to Martha Coolidge since she's actually experienced with the subject matter firsthand. Oh, oh I do love Martha Coolidge, too. You know, I do love her. She made yeah, a pretty okay. picture. She knows what she's doing. But I'm making this uh, an action one because i'm okay. gonna have uh it's basically and, and i'm, I'm gonna have the same fucking cast because i think that with the right direction they can fucking do it but uh in this one there is no cage character in instead it's uh it's basically the birth of um of uh oh, hit girl and, oh god! Yes, and Bethy's gonna so you're, be. You're taking uh, it way the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! <laughs> so, where does vengeance come from? It comes from the daughter. Oh, I she sets from the vagina. it right. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, Bethy's gonna avenge her mom, and she's gonna kill all these dudes after you know, like. Uh, training for a couple years and like <laughs> in martial arts, <laughs> she's just gonna kill the shit out of these guys, and uh, yeah, and uh, I really enjoyed Harley Quinn, uh, Birds of Prey, and uh, I'm a fan of the the comics. So, uh, okay, are yeah, you I, a fan of the new Charlie's Angels? I didn't I even know that it. it happened. I don't um, care to see it. Nobody did because it made very very little money. Uh, it made about as much money as Money Plane. Uh pretty much, yeah. It actually made close to Ben Hur remake money. Oh, that's yeah. Things. And it was a passion project, which sadly it's... passion projects rarely do really well. Speaking mm-hmm. of things, uh, did anybody feel like did anybody have a sequel to this? No. Well, it, <laughs> before we, I mean, do mine that, kind of is. Introduce that. I mean, we forced Linda like. Well, we won't say forced against your will, but I mean, you were into it, telling us you wanted their clothes. Well, off. if somebody wants to get me drunk and twist my arm, that segment is called sequel. sequel. Return. 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 War. Harder. 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 Kind of an unfortunate name considering the movie we just did. <laughs> Bro, um, Linda, you stole my bit. <laughs> I did. Okay. Well, I, I feel it. it for this fucking episode. <laughs> like, you can't. I can't get too excited about saying anything with harder. Well, if you <laughs> if you had to if you had to sequel this one, uh, I I I I think I propose uh, Vengeance Two: Grandma's Quest, <laughs> in which we would have none of the other actors, but we'd follow Deborah Kara Unger because there would be a an unseen backstory. That the that uh, the rapers family uh, had 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 uh, people uh, rape and kill uh, the other characters, oh. and so Grandma now has to track them across Canada, and wow. she has to and she appears all unassuming and stuff. You know, she's always knitting and stuff. 
What people don't know is that when she gets near one of her targets, she's stabbing with them knitting needles or choking guys out with them like a freaking spider web. She's like a black widow because she, she, she's knitting what? Like she's knitting vengeance. <laughs> knitting vengeance. <laughs> knitting vengeance. That's your title. <laughs> It's shot in Canada and set there, so you don't have to pretend or anything. You know, you don't have to get people from Georgia. No, you're Cronenberging that up. That's awesome. That's right. (laughs) Donnie? Mine is kind of lazy, but it makes perfect sense. And that is, we're going to make this... (laughs) We're going to make this Police Academy 9, Rape City... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna have gutenberg and the entire cast from police academy and nicholas cage is a hard-boiled detective escaping the law because he goes town to town killing the rapist so obviously hilarity will ensue when they start raping people in this town and you have people like huck like hightower and tackleberry and all these people and mahoney going after them trying to find these rapists and got bobcat goldthwaite coming back and mr sound effects guy applying hopefully not rape sound effects but actually like funny sound effects like he used to be and it's it's just a it's a fun family friendly god damn it (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) real about us and now i'm thinking about what those would be and then i started thinking squelching and son of a bitch donnie (laughs) see this is how i work when you have shit you don't want to talk about you have to find humor somewhere or you will go on a shooting spree yeah don't don't throw yourself off the falls people find a way to laugh how about we make it something funner you can say it's the muppets so you get muppets being raped i mean what's funnier oh than a pup- also it'd be a peter God jackson damn it, movie that's terrible that's, that's, that's fucking what traumatizing are you doing, oh my god, god damn it. No. you enjoy the act of sodom <laughs> I hate you guys so much. I'm a treasure. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Bird, that you was you up and left you for dead. <laughs> Just reach in that overflooded toilet um, and pull something out. I I guess like the only like natural sequel you could have uh that would be somewhat entertaining is to uh see the the next adventures of uh vigilante cage and uh um see who else he murderizes um but i would like to see him like go off the deep end and just start like (laughs) like kind of like the punisher but you know more indiscriminate with who he's killing (laughs) Okay, like death wish. <laughs> you, you bring up you bring up the continuing adventures of a uh, vigilante cage but when i think of it as as this character i think of that is, is that it, it'd be like a vc andrews family drama where people hurt oh. each other for 90 minutes and then he just kind of shoots the evil matriarch off of her balcony or something you know why it not just take so some- funny that you brought up vc andrews oh no oh, <laughs> oh god Speaking of rape, uh, the uh, the girl who played uh, Bethy, the uh, Talitha Bateman, 
Uh, she was also in uh, the TV movie Petals on the Wind. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, there you have it. B.C. Andrews no. joint. What if, yeah. what if you redid this movie, but or just make a movie? Yeah, this is a freebie to anyone out there. Unless you want to pay me, because I really like it if you pay me. So pay me instead. Pay us. Pay us and our pay, Patreon. Pay us, yeah. Um, same premise of the movie, except the woman that they assaulted while she was drunk just happens to be a werewolf. There you go. <laughs> Run with <Yes>. it. <laughs> yes. Like these suspects have been mauled by a by a bear or something. <laughs> a, a large animal running around a suburban <laughs> neighborhood. But be before like that, beast. like she <laughs> she gives them uh, lycanthropy, like uh, like sexually transmitted lycanthropy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they can tell it's that like they the, got infected that way because it starts with a lycanthropenis. Yeah, and like everyone's like <laughs> concerned about the daughter because she's like worried about her mom, and like it's okay, your mom will be better. It's like no, I'm not worried about that. It's what she'll do. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so scared, little girl? It's a full moon tomorrow. <laughs> Eric Fred, are you listening? Great. <laughs> <Rachel. laughs> get the guys named Wolf Cop. This will be right up their alley. We can totally <laughs> get this. Dear guys who made Wolf Cop. <laughs> Rape Wolf. <laughs> I'm picturing a demon cop and just seeing the werewolf throwing lawn furniture at them. Exactly. Rape Wolf. I mean, imagine, imagine that, like, a wolf in, like, the style of Wolf Cop, but they're wearing booty shorts and a top. <laughs> it's a howling good time. <laughs> we should really be on that trauma payroll. We really need to, Lloyd. Come on, get at us. <laughs> we love you, Lloyd. Okay, so everybody knows uh, this is copywritten by the Cage's Kiss, okay? So yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. an LLC, an LL Bean. <laughs> you can't take it. Yeah, H.H. H. Holmes and all that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Are we a true crime podcast now? Uh, <laughs> This We're a werewolf true crime now? podcast. We, we committed a crime against podcasting. Does that count? Yes. That'll be our next podcast venture is werewolf or not. We'll start naming crimes and you tell us if it would be better if a werewolf was involved. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Lindbergh baby all the way. Yeah. <laughs> See, all this is better than discussing the fucking movie. <laughs> oh, Almost like, anything is. Over an hour. Where y'all find us, Linda? Okay. Wisdom? Wisdom? You need wisdom in a movie? Wisdom that I'm just not going to say because the character said it and it's it's wrong. So just not saying that. I feel like we don't, we shouldn't get, we we should not try to glean wisdom from this one. You need us to tell you what the wisdom is in this story. Let us know where you live so we can actually send you an audible slap. And then you can apply that to yourself. <laughs> so uh, please, please, please listen, follow, rate, and review Cage's Kiss on Apple Podcast and on Podchaser. And check out our stuff on YouTube. Uh, also check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Cage's Kiss, where you can help us fund our Sky Laser 
or our uh <laughs> Our wolf right? rape wolf. <laughs> yeah, let us know if you like in our idea. Huh? <laughs> or rape cop. So, yeah, keep us in the looping. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, especially on Twitter uh, at Cages Kiss. Uh, you can visit our website at cageskiss.com. Or you could write to us at cageskiss at gmail.com. We love that correspondence. And, uh, yeah, you know, I was going to give a shout out to somebody, but uh, not in this one. Uh, no, we need to go too much. <laughs> What's the next one, Linda? That We're going to leave you out of this. Out. <laughs> Actually, first, I should say that uh, you should check out my other show, Bed Knobs and Broom Flicks. Oh. And uh, I believe by this time we just covered uh oh no not maleficent we're gonna be working on maleficent 2 uh electric boogaloo uh this week but we just covered uh air of fire so uh also check me out in dispatches of disassociation uh where i play lila when are you gonna cover witches with a z uh soon enough oh good (laughs) <laughs> so so you're doing Supergirl, right? Oh god, that didn't happen. <laughs> oh with Faye Dunaway as the witch. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to guess? <laughs> I mean it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so Adrian, where can people find you? Oh god. Well, I'm I'm on the DeviantArt on the Patreon <laughs> as Leo the Fox, L-E-O-T-H-E-F-O-X, all lowercase, all one word. If you want to give me money, that'd be just great. And I have regular updates and on the DeviantArt, we're gonna be having another dreadful tales issue pretty soon here. So that's all going on. I do them artworks apparently. Yes, I did you one did. for Donnie. Very good job. You did. Yeah. Donnie got a show. Yes. Yeah, wisdom in the bottle. Gonna have to actually start doing that and finding that. I why I want to do that. that. Yeah, it's gonna be a super doodly doubleless time. I want to subscribe to a YouTube channel that I can actually put likes on. Shit, I want a YouTube channel that actually works. So oh. you can find me there as well as on Twitter under my handle Unreal Goals because that's just my life story. I'm also the boy who blew on Pornhub. Do not follow me. I'm going to hurt you if you do. And uh, that's pretty much where you can find me inside the dumpster outside your local Arby's. That's true, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Well, that means keeps. Times. It weren't never part of no animal that God created. <laughs> <laughs> Got a Reuben last night and I was like, Donnie? did you ever ask yourself where they get all this beef from (laughs) (laughs) so y'all will be hearing from us next week when we cover inconceivable Inconceivable. (laughs) which you can stream for free on fubo fubo if i can say it or amazon prime video it's for us by us (laughs) for us by owls i don't i don't know i'm really tired you guys uh, do you think that's going to be better than that love story over there you know the the one by the falls these guys want to get over to the anchor bar and have some wings instead, and bills are playing. Uh, instead of uh wisdom let me leave you on a a, a question 
if there is a God, why would he allow this movie to be? <laughs> I just know I got to stop by Timmy Hose on the way home, you know. Who's going to wipe him? God damn it. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> Not you listeners, just 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 the boys. <laughs> just just Adrian and Donnie. Peach. I could eat a peach for hours. Please. <laughs>